First off, I want to say happy birthday and rest in peace to the late, great Kobe Bean Bryant. And, of course, rest in peace to the great Aaliyah. You know what I'm saying? I say that to state that this is for the love. Of course, this is episode 39. You get what I'm saying? Always want to shout out to my supporters out there. Of course, YouTube, etc. All DSPs. You get what I'm saying? Check y'all niggas out. Y'all keeping the pod up there and live. And you know what I'm saying? And we we here to give the flowers while y'all can smell them. Because at the end of the day, God did. You feel me? And as far as God did, you know what I mean? Let's get into the pod, man. We here. Of course, like I said, 39. God did, man. The album is out. It's officially out. The Khaled album is, is is out there, man. And I listened to it, of course. Wanted to give it a full run through before I start potting to the people and the good folks out there. And it's an exceptional album. I will say this. It is a typical Khaled album, but it is better than his last album, the Khaled Khaled album. So in that sense, he did great because it's better than the last, which means it's going up. But it's not his best, but it's definitely a dope body of work in total. I gave it an 8 out of 10 first listen. And, of course, the talk of the talk is the whole verse. I want to say I apologize to Khaled because the hype and promo was real. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes the hype is official to what it's about you know what i'm saying and that verse jesus that nigga was talking bro like <laughs> listen man it's it's just it's enough about sean carter that we can go on for days but it's just like niggas gotta understand about this man that we call sir carter from brooklyn you get what i'm saying this man is the goat this man is the legend i don't know but the verse is just one of one you know what i mean and Again, uh, besides the whole verse, man, the album is good, good, exceptional. It's two. It was a few records I didn't like. I didn't like the record with Dirk and the Twenty One Savage record. I didn't like that one. That was kind of just everywhere for me. I didn't like the Nardo Wick and Kodak record. It was cool until really Kodak came on, and I fucked with Yak, but the verse was just not hitting for that record. And it was one other record that I'm off the top. I'm not remembering, but it was like probably no more than three to four records that I was like, eh, and everything else was like, I can fuck with like the Aubrey records. It was, you know, because th- that was the one with Lil Baby. That was the single that he came out with the Stand Alive record. That was, eh, and, you know, and then he had Aubrey intro the album with his little speech. That was, you know, okay, but of course the J-verse, and then you got the Kanye and M feature, which actually is using the Use This Gospel track from the Jesus Is King album featuring Clips and Kenny G. So that was interesting because if you haven't heard the original version, definitely listen to that. Again, it's the Use This Gospel with Clips and Kenny G, Fire. But this version, the remix, has M, of course, on it, and the content is related to God, and it's okay. It's a dope album. It fits the album, you know, in the title, but it's not one of those records that had you like, oh, my God, you know what I'm saying? Like, really, the only oh, my God was the whole verse. 
And it really was like a wow, this nigga's wildin'. And then of course Kiss had the interlude, bodied that. That was another favorite part of the album, cause of course he sampled the whole versus moment when he did the New York, New York record, but then the verse itself is Kiss. I never heard a bad Kiss verse first and foremost, but he did what he had to do on that. And then another standpoint that I do want to acknowledge Callan and give him his flowers for is what he does well on each of his albums are his reggae features. He bodies that shit. Like regardless of what he does on each of his albums, that reggae record is always hitting. That one with the current one with Bounty Killer, Bouger, there's fire. Like that shit is hard. So I would say Khaled should look into doing a reggae album. <laughs> you feel me? Like we the best reggae move, you know what I'm saying? And let that shit go off and that shit go crazy. You know what I mean? But shout out to Khaled. And another point, Scissor, man. Like that future and scissor record is fire. I see I see future need to low-key do another R&B album because that nigga is the R&B legend right now, man. He's wildin' right now. And then SZA needs to come out with that album, bro. It's about time. That was another thing that I took from the Khaled album, which is funny that SZA needs to really drop now because she sounded beautiful, all pun intended, because <laughs> that's the name of the record. But she sounded immaculate on that shit at least to me you know what i'm saying i don't know if it's because i haven't heard her in a while but she really sounded great on that fucking record you know what i'm saying and that just made me more so want a scissor album and also sir album since we stand on tde but that's you know a separate conversation you know what i mean shout out to top dog and punch but yeah man god did you know because god always do and god never did you know what i'm saying so he always do it <laughs> But shout out to Khaled for the Fire Tidal album and shout out to Khaled for the whole verse. Because as far as Hove is concerned, anytime you really going to get that whole verse for the moment is during a Khaled moment. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Khaled. And we here, man. You know, that's that's just starting with the music that came out. It's really, oh, Larry June. Larry June, man. See, I gotta y'all gotta work with me, man, because it's a lot of shit out here, man. So, and I'm still listening to shit that's previous throughout the year, but recently Larry June came out, and to me, Larry June album, and for the people who don't know, Larry June album is on all DSPs, of course, and YouTube. His album is called Spaceships on the Blade. Now, for me. This has already ha has been a great year of music, especially rap. Larry June solidified that, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to say his album of the year is definitely not that, but it's one of those albums that is just dope. It's like, I like how Larry was able to keep his same sound, but kind of elevate the sound at the same time, if that makes sense, while moving the production up and his subject matters and things like that so overall that shit is a fire album and it's larry june everything he does is numbers you know what i'm saying so shout out to larry and that's just as far as the recent shit but of course that solidifies like the other albums with like joy badass with 2000 vince staples being my favorite album of the year like hands down uh ramona park broke my heart is a classic to me and to me is the most underrated album within this year or probably if not within the past 
couple years outside of Isaiah Rashad's album. You know what I'm saying? Like that album is that incredible. And then of course you got uh, Kendrick's album and Push's album. To me, Kendrick and Push are still like the top two as far as album of the year. But those albums that I listed are like the top albums of the year for me. You get what I'm saying? Especially rap. But that's that with rap. Now, going into R&B, because I heard a particular brother by the name of Love, a.k.a. Diddy, a.k.a. Puff Daddy, a.k.a. a.k.a. <laughs> like, that nigga need to change his name to a.k.a. Because this nigga got like 80 names. But I heard this man said R&B is dead. Now, he's stating that he didn't mean disrespect or whatnot to it. Of course, that statement is blasphemous. A lot of people in the R&B lane took offense to that, of course. You know, your Ushers, Chris Browns, et cetera. They took they two cents and responded to that and stated how they felt. Me personally, of course, the statement is blasphemy. You know what I'm saying? Now, if Diddy had context to that, then he failed to promote that. And for the people with this R&B shit, man, here's the R&B conversation I want to have. R&B would never be dead. It's just not popular. It's not the go-to genre no more. It's not the when you turn on your radio. And first off, I don't know who's listening to the radio, so that's one. But when you turn on your radio, nine times out of ten, it used to be that R&B slide to my woman, cry for help type of music. You know what I'm saying? Now it's kind of the poppy, hip-hop turn-up shit. Now, R&B... With that being said, as long as you have Sid, you have Lucky Day, you have your Sir, you have your Masegos, you have your Tone Stiffs, you have your Sakaris, you know, and that's just without mentioning the Ari Lennox, the Summer Walkers, the Scissors, Janae, her, LMA, I can keep going on, shout out to Cleo Soul, she's dope as shit, you know what I'm saying? even Tim's, you know what I mean? It's just, it's a lot, you know? So all those people being said to say R&B is dead is bullshit. And it more so speaks to you not listening to R&B for real, for real. And of course, Chris Brown and, you know, like Usher, of course, these legends. But the real point is that R&B is out there. You just have to check it out for yourself. You know, we at a time where it's not going to really be put in your lap because the radio is dead. But got to pull it up, check your algorithms and understand that this R&B shit is a lie, man. Because like if you listen to Beyonce album, for instance, behind the scenes, most of those records was from R&B. You know what I'm saying? So I say music is at a point where, you know, we're in the microwave era for real. So you just got to keep it moving because the music is keeping going, you know, but. Speaking of music and staying on that, apparently we have entered the metaverse era. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucking virtual niggas is getting signed. And, you know, the game is the game is different, man. You know, we at a point where the game is always adapting, but we have the first virtual rapper that got a contract, a deal, and eventually got dropped. To me, that's a story in itself. Now, it was... Later to be found that the creator of this virtual rapper who goes by the name of FN Mika was a black person. Now, of course, we at For the Love isn't going to share the name of that person because we don't, you know what I mean? It's not important. But the guy who introduced himself as the voice 
of the character was a black man. So that was very telling. And the man expresses opinions on it as far as how disappointing he didn't get support from the character. But that's what caused the label to eventually drop the character slash virtual rapper because it was in quote lacking black creativity and the stereotypes as far as the image of the character where it was wearing the typical gold chains, face tattoos, color hair, colored outfits, things of that sort, everything that's representing the new generation and whatnot, that was incorporating the virtual character, which led to the deal. And then once the deal came out, people felt the way. And the people is, of course, the fans, people outside the game and the industry peers in the game and the current rappers felt their way too. Like how the fuck this man get this deal that we probably ain't gonna be able to see, you know, but to each his own personally, we've been at a point where you can just go online and make a a platform in 10 seconds and you can either monetize it or make it as big as possible. And that platform could be the next thing that's leading the generation. You know what I mean? That's just my personal opinion. And just keep it funky at the end of the day, man, because that's some wild shit. And I'm glad they drop them because, I mean, the fuck is the music at? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, what the fuck was the reason that y'all signed them, first and foremost? If I could talk to Capitol Records, I just want to know, one, what was the reason of signing him besides the, in quote, potential and clout to keep it a buck? Because musically speaking, we ain't hear shit <laughs> to say, oh, this nigga's talented. We just live off the clout, you know what I'm saying? Like, where's the music at? Where's the product? Like, we're at a point now also where motherfuckers is getting these situations where it's like, God bless, because we don't hate on the pocket. But at the same time, we seeing motherfuckers get these mega deals and somewhat good deals off potential, but we ain't seeing no fucking talent. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're getting a music record label deal, then where's the music? I'm going to let y'all think on that one. You know what I'm saying? But continuing on to real life culture shit, you know what I'm saying? Because it's been a lot of, you know, podcast talk, you know, of course, people talking about the pod wars, you know, between the Buttons and the Mavs and the Gillian Wallows and the Drink Champs and Norries and, you know what I mean? But of course, you had the Cameron interview with Wallow and Gilly shout out to Philly you know what I'm saying and Cam speaking all the historic dipset shit and things like that you know also DJ Khaled speaking of him early on the pod getting ready for his God Did album you know he's on his promo run so he did his drink champs double back on that it's very hilarious. He's talking mad smoke as far as all the DJs and the verses. He's saying he'll watch all of them. You know what I'm saying? Personally, I think he's bugging. But I'm not even going to say he's bugging because I'm never going to knock a motherfucker for being confident. And you're not going to see a motherfucker in certain industries say that another person is going to beat them. It's just like boxing. You would never see a boxer say that another boxer is going to beat them up you would never even if that shit is true you would never see them say that shit you know what i'm saying so in that regard per competition i can understand that stance but that's some bullshit (laughs) you know what i mean but i would love to see a Khaled drama versus because i saw to keep it on the podcast you know drama did the rory and maul 
Shout out to Rory and Maul. And he was on there talking his piece as far as, like, he can wash, not necessarily wash, but he could beat anybody on the verses. Like, they brought up the Clues, the Capris, Calyx, et cetera. He said, bring them all, he'll get them done. So I would love to see that shit. And then, of course, they're talking about the whole Diddy, JD, non-verses, because they're not using that platform, but they're talking about doing the mega uh, verses of their own hit for hit battle and we'll see how that goes because of course we were looking at timbo and swiss suing for 28 million you know what i'm saying a lot of shit man you know it's a lot of things in the culture when the culture is thriving and it's just being the illest shit of all time you know it's going to go through the vultures you know what i mean and that's when you got to learn how to just stay away from the fuckery you know on that note sports man you know what i'm saying this ain't Sports Center. No, this ain't ESPN. But a nigga loves sports. You feel me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, of course, I was watching the WNBA playoffs. For a lot of motherfuckers, I know they don't watch the WNBA, and that's corny to me because the game of women's basketball, specifically, is way more fundamental and way more basketball than the current NBA. And I'm going to get to that theory in a moment. But watching the WNBA playoffs and I'm watching the Connecticut Sun versus the Dallas Wings and I'm seeing the Connecticut Sun close out game three and move on to the semifinals to face the Chicago Sky and Candace Parker and them, you know what I'm saying? Now, of course, I got Candace and Chicago coming out that side of the bracket because they're not necessarily doing the East and West format. They're just doing the top eight and from that side of the bracket which would be the chicago and connecticut side i got chicago going to the finals and then on the other end which is the vegas aces and the seattle storm me personally all my guys on my end got the vegas team and i get it but for some apparent reason i have the seattle team they're more of a structured team in my opinion you get what i'm saying I feel like the Vegas team is one of those teams where they're overall dope as well. And once they get a run, it's unstoppable. You know what I mean? So we're going to see, man. I really got Seattle and Chicago in the finals and Seattle going all the way. Sue Bird getting her retirement ring and things of that sorts. And you know what I'm saying? And then, of course, like I was saying with the fundamental, because that leads me to the, the the NBA, excuse me, where, for instance, the number two pick in the recent NBA draft check is now injured for the remainder of the season. So we come to a point where you're seeing these lottery picks not even able to fulfill and give us their true rookie season and play that season out like you're seeing these lottery picks top five picks and etc get hurt the first year and then we have to wait for the next two years to realistically see them play full time and it's corny to me because this man Chet got injured playing a pro league game guarding LeBron when you have 82 games at least to check this man during the season and you wait in the off season in the summer to do some shit where you wasn't supposed to be doing like that. 
You know what I'm saying? Now, granted, you could be hurt hurt at any point. I get it. You can be hurt during the workout, during the preseason, et cetera. But things like pro leagues and summer leagues, that's when you don't give your 100%, my brother. You know what I'm saying? And it just reminds me of the Zions, the everybody now that's in the league that's just fucking hurt. Like, because it leads to the league not being fundamental. It's an athletic league where you're seeing motherfuckers take off from the free throw line and yamming on niggas. And don't get me wrong, that shit is fire. Because as soon as somebody do that shit, I'm jumping off my seat and you're screaming like a motherfucker. But at the same time, when the game ain't as fundamental on the NBA side, that's where you're seeing a lot of injuries happening like that. It's just easy. And then add the fact that these motherfuckers be six, eight plus and you, your body is already depending on certain things and you're doing all of these non-fundamental moves. And the next thing you know, God forbid that that we don't ask for it. But now you're looking at ACL injuries at the age of 21 and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of weird. But shout out to both the NBA and the WNBA because the WNBA, even though they're not taking off from the free throw line or gaming on motherfuckers, you got some that's dunking in the league. But even though you're not seeing that athleticism, you're seeing the game of basketball be played in its purest form. You know what I'm saying? Like picking picking and rolling screens, you know what I'm saying? Uh, defensive sets, offensive sets, things of that sort. It's pure basketball. If you really want to know the game of basketball and how to really play it, not saying you can't learn from the NBA, but really the WNBA is where it's going to teach you the footwork and the fundamentals of that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to Sue Bird and shout out to Lisa Leslie, man. You know, and <laughs> we here. But. Listen, while we here, we can get into these 757 sounds, actually, you know what I'm saying? And on this episode, what, what we actually going to do is give y'all a throwback, you get what I'm saying? In celebration of the 20-year anniversary of Lord Willing, which is the first album of the clips, we're going to play a record from this album to celebrate the greatness and legendary status and classic of this album you know what i'm saying we're gonna take y'all to the shop and go where the grinder video was recorded or aka where my mama's mama's projects you know what i'm saying word to push and malice but let's get it we're gonna get into these 757 sounds you know what i'm saying from the 757 legends of course and this is Ma Don't Love Her featuring Faith Evans. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, I don't love her, but I love her. You know what I'm saying? So let's get it. that game parking that thing since then between us a lot of things changed now it's like the world got a whole different name i can't stop chicks from saying my name most of it's lies if not don't be surprised you knew i was balling when i met you but really i started laying low just to net you i'm raw as hell yet can't deny that you special these girls can't either winter his and her beavers summer his and her louis sneakers you don't think that bother people guess again you even need to check your friends saying that i 
cheat? Right, maybe with my heat Got a pearl handle chrome thing that I call sweets I greet with her, creep with her, even eat with her Late nights under my sheets, yeah, I sleep with her But that's it, ma, I don't love her Don't listen to her words She tryna split up us lovebirds But that's not it Now you see me buying her whips and shit You see me sending on trips and shit If the answer's no, don't forget I should know you then If I don't know, I don't know. Let's not go that road. I don't know who she is. Don't care who told. Look, stop flipping. No need to explode. I seen the number in the pager. I don't know that code. In the streets too much? Come on, that's absurd. Get no complaints when I be flipping them birds. Your girls just talk about this, that, and the third. Believe half what you see. None of what you heard. You asking me who's her? I'm asking who's me first. With that rock on her hand, making they eyes blur. Could that be you? Plus who? Cop every gym. Who spend like I spend? Then act like it then. Got the dream home and we settled in it Our lives too perfect, that's why they meddle in it now Just chalk it up, it's just part of the game You know who I'm about, who got part of my name Look, ma, I don't love her Don't listen to her words She tryna split up us lovebirds But that's not it Now you see me buying her whips and shit You see me sending on trips and shit If the answer's no, don't forget I should know you then Men, my heart, truer than theirs Of course your girls hate our whips, newer than theirs We hardly fight, arguments, way fewer than theirs Even down to the ice, look, bluer than theirs What they gon' tell us about us, huh? What they gon' talk about without us, huh? The envy, got them speaking loose lead Tell them walk in your shoes, but first let them know they Gucci Even if I did twist her, I promise I ain't kiss her Won't shit touchy-filly Grudge on the floor like Mr. Did the Silly No respect shown My homies laugh while she talk dirty on the speakerphone Now don't you start, I spared your heart If you ain't see it, I ain't do it Ain't I played my part? Rick's chips, whips, chicks That just go with the grind What else do you want for me to say it? Fine Love, ma, I don't love her Don't listen to her words Tryna split up us lovebirds But that's not it Now you see me buying her whips and shit You see me sending on trips and shit If the answer's no, don't forget I should know you then I don't know Do you love me, babe? Show you right You can me, babe Well, at least you're right tell me anything Yeah, that's right Just to be with me Yep, in the nice tonight Do you love me, babe? Show you right You can me, babe Well, at least you're right tell me saying 757 sounds for you that was ma don't love her by the clips you know what i'm saying shout out to the 757 legends of course malice and push you know what i mean and for the love we here you know we always here and i just want to know if summer madness is coming 
And if motherfuckers is ducking, you know, niggas is ducking Av for sure, but that's another conversation. And we're going to definitely get Av on this pod so we can get these, you know, talks out the way and get these understandings. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, for my battle rap fans, Summer Madness is approaching. They announce gun titles, not as a whole, but as far as Tay Rock and Surf. So far, Smack announced. Tay Rock versus Swamp and Surf versus JC. Finally, listen, for the people in the culture who don't know, this battle has been long awaited. And I think, you know, JC going to come in there and not fumble the bag. He's not going to pull a John John as far as that is concerned. And JC is going to definitely walk in there and handle his three rounds and let it be from that point. Now, on the behalf of Surf, if he loses, it's not detrimental to his situation per se, nor JC as well. But, like, if Surf loses, it's not the end of the world. He'll just be a loss. Like, JC would just end the streak type of situation. Like, you know what I'm saying? He will calm Surf down type of thing. Now, if Surf wins, now he that nigga. (laughs) At that point, he he can't say nothing about it. So... You know what I mean? And that's for us to determine when that comes. And when it does arrive, I'm sure it would be dope. Looking forward to the other battles that hasn't been announced yet. And so far, I do know that is in Charlotte. They haven't dropped a date for it. And that seems to be a pull-up situation. You get what I'm saying? But shout out to Smack in the url you know what i'm saying and all the other battle leagues too you know what i'm talking about because the whole battle culture is fire and enough battle rap talk man we here for the love this is you know at the end point i actually check it out you know before i go off i do want to say stay cool out there because it's hot as a bitch out that motherfucker and there's no reason for it to be hot but at the same time it's a little less clothing, so it's all about balance. You know what I'm saying? But definitely, you know, drink the aguas, of course, as always, every day. And just stay out the way, you know what I'm saying? Because for the love, we all about progression and snuffing niggas if they get too close. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, I say that to say the F is for phenomenal. Because the man that sleeps on the floor would never fall out the bed. Now, as y'all think on that one. We gonna fade out for 3-9. For the love, God bless.